All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the SAP. As always, it's your boy, Dave Neal and Tasha Courtney. What, you already want my stuff? I have just a small sip it's of a coffee. Tw- I have a 22-second intro song, and you're already bothering me. <laughs> I this think is, I've been bothering you all evening. This is the second time we tried to record. I, I hit the record button, and she goes, Ugh, I need a nap. And I'm like, what kind of low-energy nonsense is that for the folks? They didn't come here. For, no, 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 give it back to me. This is what she does. If you're watching on the YouTube, she takes my stuff, then she places it back in a place that's convenient for her and not for me. And I'm not going to have that anymore, Tasha. Okay. <laughs> I um hate dead air on a podcast, but I was watching... um. Uh, I hate to call it out by name. I won't. A Bachelor podcast. And the guy looks at his, I guess by saying it, I'm going to be calling him out. He just looks at his papers and shuffles his papers as he talks for the first 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, what a joy that must be to to be able to not care what people think you look like for 10 minutes there. Maybe he like ha- it's like a anxiety type thing, like a, a social anxiety. I think it's a spectrum thing. God bless America and glad God bless you, Tasha. So uh, the podcast, as we all know, we've done this thing for. Uh, we're pu- I mean, by the time you, by the t- before you know it, this is going to be a decade-long show. Podcasting hasn't been around, you know, that long, really, you know, in mainstream. But we've we've been here from the beginning, folks. Ta- do you are you going to look at the monitor the whole time? I feel like I just caught you looking at the monitor. I'm just going to turn the monitor off so you can't see it. So <laughs> there it is. I got some high-tech equipment over here, and Tasha can now see herself on the camera and can't not look at this. What if the whole podcast was me just making fun of things you do? I think that would be fine with me. That's my whole life. You do, you do, you, you do so many things that annoy me in such re- repetitive order that I can't fully address all of it. It's, you're like the Trump of spouses because Trump, like the news media, doesn't know what to do. They don't solve one problem before he lights the next thing on fire. And that's what it's like with you. We're like, I'm not even done making fun of you stealing my Diet Coke and you're already on to new things. It's too much. Honey, maybe the issue is you. Maybe no. you need to check yourself. I'm doing perfectly normal things over here. Peeking at the monitor, that's what it's for. Having a sip of Coke, well, I said I was tired and I need a nap, so maybe you could share your caffeinated beverage. Do you want to break into this? Um, this might Is this the last can of wine that we have? It is. It is wine number 12 of the 12 days of wine miss. For those of, for those of you guys that have been um, really worried about where we were in our wine schedule, as you guys know, Tasha bought these... 12 days of wine on the 12th day on, on Christmas Eve, and she got them at a discount. So um, I, I tell you what, yeah, like, like we said before, they were originally going for 85 bucks for 12 of these. <laughs> they were it's 70 fun. every time it's, you mention it. You well, add $5. You get, yeah, but then they get you on the can tax. I don't know. That's Ca- true. That Cal- is true. California has a can tax. Here, let's so get, when the, you buy a- get the audio. It's not catching it. Here, get it, get it on the next one here. Here we go. For those that don't believe us, here's the audio. Yeah, it didn't really come in. Because oh. you're holding it to the side of your microphone. Oh, right. It's a directional Critiquing mic. how I pour wine. Cheers. Cheers. Well, that one wasn't good either. Here, do it next to mine. Oh, boy. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Real done. That is a dud ASMR. So, yeah, we're on. This is the 12th day. This is the wine spritzer. We've tried probably three or four different red blends. I'll tell you what. I don't care how many, um, you know, little awards labels they put on the cover of this thing. It ain't worth eighty nine dollars. It's just not. <laughs> this is a this is a nineteen ninety nine purchase. What did you end up sp- spending on it? I think about twenty bucks. Yeah, I don't really remember. I'll say for two people that don't drink too much, 
the can of wine is great because you don't have to worry about the whole thing. One can of wine is 12 ounces or 375 milliliters. It's two glasses. Whereas a bottle of wine is a four seven, glasses. is seven hundred fifty milliliters. So when you don't know what you want, we can have like right now we're drinking what is called a grapefruit wine spritzer, and um, this is not something you want four glasses of. Right. This that will be disgusting. So well, it's good. It's yeah, it's just like a nice refreshing thing, and I'm kind of a lightweight when it comes to wine. I don't know about you, but. I wouldn't want more than uh, one glass has been perfect on these nights that we've been having a can of wine. You were a can of wine. <laughs> this is a year into the pandemic. We're reviewing cans of wine, folks. What are we doing for dinner? Refried beans out of a can. Am I kidding? No, it's our leftovers. We've already, co- you know what I mean? Like this, I wanted to, I, I did want to, um, to, to find out what the official start of the, pandemic is for us and have a sort of like year in review because like it, a, and a, uh, we're coming up on a pandemic anniversary we're gonna blink and it's gonna be here well i do want to say i do want to tease this for the people watching on youtube that might not be familiar with the podcast we've done it for seven years uh the the youtube uh, um the youtube channel has grown uh over 500 percent this year over 400%. I'm not good on math, but it's getting there, folks. So a lot of new people that have showed up and they don't really know what it's all about. We've got our friends like Jen Murphy, who gave us a an amazing assortment of Canadian gifts. And um, for everything from my new favorite Tim Horton mug. Um, I'm dyslexic. I, only, I almost said Tim Morton hug. My Tim, <laughs> if, if there's any Tim Mortons out there, I'll take a hug. But my Tim Horton mug, um, which with amazing coffee. We, we went through that way too fast. I yeah, mean, that was very smooth. Birthdays around the corner, Jen. If you're <laughs> kidding, don't. I'll, feel, I'll literally feel bad if you send us anything else. Please don't. But um, we've got so many thoughtful people out there. We've got a, a podcast listener who's looking to get, he, who wants to get Boone an orthopedic dog bed. <laughs> I know. And we've got, I don't, I don't even know if he can fit it. He's so big. He's so big and lumpy. That's the sweetest thing I've ever they, heard. They're the sweetest in the world. But the point is, is that there's a lot of people that found us on YouTube and they might have been used to a 15 or 20 minute video and they don't necessarily understand what podcasting is it really is an audio art form um call it art form whatever you want to call it uh, we're, we're reviewing cans of red wine come on folks but um you know we put it on the youtube because it is the best search engine in the world and um i'm, I'm uh sort of uh podcasting audio podcasting is like an ex-girlfriend to me it's like i'm over it i'm done with you i'm done with the debt da- the database of audio podcasting it's not fair it's not um a meritocracy for every inch I sort of grow, you know, 15 inches of celebrities pass me, flicking me off as they get their new, you know, perfect Dak Shepard podcast. It used to be an, an indie place. Anyway, I digress. I'm not bitter at all. Point is, is uh, YouTube is a place to share it. YouTube is a place to comment. So even if you listen on the audio only, whether it be on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, um, tune in wherever it is. Uh, just know that we're also on YouTube as well and vice versa. So if you enjoy this conversation on YouTube and you got to go head out and, uh, you know, do laundry and you can't be at home or whatever, just uh, pop this episode in. There's always a link in the description and you can listen on the audio only. Uh, I swear nothing much will change. We'll still be here drinking cans of wine. So anyway, thank you so much to people like Jen Murphy who've caught us this year and everyone from the, uh, old school friends in Portland, like Consuela who goes by Nomad Chica Oz in Vancouver. I mean, I could literally, it gets annoying when I just do shoutouts. All Oz episode. sent us two Christmas cards this year. And yeah. You think you were good, Leah, sending us one <laughs> Christmas card from Michigan, looking all good with your cute little family. 
you know, we have more Christmas cards this year than any year ever before. And it really, I know it's like a small, like kind of silly gesture, but all of these Christmas cards made me so happy. Yeah. You well, know, for like you a happy small enough? pandemic Christmas where we're stuck in Los Angeles, like it was really nice to get messages from people all over the world. I'm still surprised you didn't have a, a breakdown. A breakdown you about didn't have what? A, about being away from your family on Christmas. We just took the lights down, by the way. I thought we were going to keep the lights up. The sap lights we took down. Apparently, someone had commented it was giving them, like, you know, seizure flare-ups or something because the way the frame rate of the lights hit, it made it look like it was flickering the whole time, <laughs> even though it wasn't. Uh, bought them at Walmart, and uh, the Waltons uh, support small businesses, folks. Uh, so, yeah, so we appreciate all of you guys. We From the bottom of our heart, it's been so good to get to know you guys. And um, so much so that last episode, we had Lisa Reed on. Lisa uh, found me through YouTube, just like a lot of people did and, uh, started listening to the podcast or random videos and found out she lives near the bowling alley. You know, I'm talking to these people on, uh, I said these people, like it's, I'm talking to these people on my live streams. And she's like, when someone's like, Oh, I live near the bowling alley. I'm like, like, I'm talking to people from South Africa and what bowling alley? And she's like, Oh, the one by Vermont. I'm like, Oh, you live in our neighborhood. I used to have bowling club there. Do you remember that? Do you yeah. remember when I was on the bowling club? You you were uh you that was one of the many things you uh bailed on once you started dating me. Well, I, you know, it wasn't You were like, quite the rec league. Tasha did kickball, bowl, <laughs> bowling club. She was really out there living her best like Jewish summer camp. <laughs> I, I here's what I'll say. It wasn't necessarily a conscious thing that I was doing to like meet somebody, but it was I did I started doing that. I mean, I'm trying to think like where I was in my relationship status, I don't but know. like I, don't I was, know. I was single and I, you know, I think I had like kind of like casually met some people, but like nothing was going on. Were but you getting hit on nonstop in bowling club? <laughs> club bowl. no no i i really wasn't I, I like i said i wasn't trying to meet people through these things but i think it was just a product of being single in los angeles and not really knowing anybody because when i moved out here i i didn't know anyone i knew the girl uh the photographer that i had met in new york um and i and we ended up sharing an apartment together we were roommates i knew my ex who lived out here but that you know that's two people well my question <laughs> so, for you is always do we you know, you, you got rid of all these intramural activities. Do you get enough social time outside of me? Well, I think back then I just, I didn't have a very big friend circle, even with girlfriends, you know, that was like, I was just getting to know a lot of my model girlfriends. Um, the worst types of people, folks, these mod, I'm kidding. They're very nice. If you're listening, we appreciate you. Uh, but but there's there's nothing better than me getting to hang out with Tasha and her model friends. It's very nice. My point is that I, I think I was just looking for like some socialization and, uh, it, I actually met the person who introduced me to the people who got me into all of these sports uh, when I was out drinking with the models at a little bar in West Hollywood and some random dude came up to us and invited us to the Terry's. As you do. Yeah. And so I met the Terry's and I started this habit of just like saying yes, saying yes to everything because I, I didn't want to like be held back by not having a buddy to go with. Like just trust that it's going to be okay. Go to these activities by yourself. You'll make friends. Do you think you stopped saying yes or do you think... You know, because today you said yes. Today you said yes to some random cryotherapy. You know, you said yes to... No, I don't 
think I've stopped saying yes. I think I just am um, seeking out less like random things to do. You know, back then I think I had a little more free time and I was single. And so, you know, you're, you're just like looking for ways to fill your days. Now I have pretty full days. So I don't think I'm not saying yes. Uh, well, no, you know, because it's like, if I got, if I got asked to go to some event, I mean, when it's through stand up comedy, I feel like I don't feel obligated to invite you unless it's something I think you would enjoy. But you know, it's like, you know, at, at what point do we get to the part of the relationship where we start doing things? And I'm, there's no, I'm not pro, like projecting onto you, but you see these couples that go on like a vacations away from their partner like today for example we spent four hours apart which is a lot during the pandemic and it was like you went to go get a haircut and get cryotherapy and i worked and then i was like hey babe how was your day versus normal when we turn the mics on it's like how was your day oh yeah it was next to me on the couch all day like it's a it's you know um the rituals during the pandemic have been sort of like really cemented in place it's it's pandemic time so you know it's like you're trying to make us out like we're really boring and like we're a little boring but we're not like really boring well we're not really boring but it's when you spend all day together it takes away the like i have i have zero stories i can't be like hey babe can you guess what happened to me today it's like i already told you as soon as it happened <laughs> over and over we all day no long new news. yeah i got no news but you know we like you were talking about people doing vacations apart like i've gone to play you know i went to my friend's wedding in mexico and thanks you're for still the in- sour about thanks it. for the invite andrea no i'm <laughs> not sour about it, it like i didn't that. know who she was she said they're, they're having a kid now which by the way is cr- is that not out there? It is out there. It's out, that's still, on her Instagram. But still. Don't look at me. I was on her. You can see, oh, that would have been a whole hour of editing that out. <laughs> um, and what's crazy is they moved They moved uh, to a, a new city, and then he uh, he got like an office. And then I saw her Instagram post with a baby bump, and it's like turning his office into a nursery. I'm like, that poor bastard. You convince him to move to a new city. You're like, babe, you can get an office. You'll have your own space. And now they it's actually like, moved for his job. So Yeah, well, I, I'm just taking the guy's side, as I like to do. We've reached a pinnacle. And, and by the way, I, this is what I wanted to tease, is I had a few Bachelor-related things I wanted to talk about. So if people are watching this on YouTube, and it says, I'm going to talk about x y and z and you're 14 minutes in it, you just hang in there folks when i put put it on youtube i try to make a little timestamp so people can jump around if they need to um th- we we reached a pinnacle of the pandemic today uh where i bought a scale a weight scale uh we need it i'm convinced that changing my birth control has made me a little chubby um i'm convinced frozen pizza has made me <laughs> chubby and susan rich over there Sending me pizza. What are you doing, Susan? Come on. Trying to lose weight. No, I appreciate it. Speaking of awesome people that are out there on the internet. Um, so, I, and again, I'm, I'm going to be bouncing around a few times here because I didn't even finish what I wanted to say about Lisa. But yeah, that's where I am in the pandemic that I realized I used to weigh myself weekly at the gym. And I, everyone always says, oh, you don't need a scale. It's about how good you are. I've got toxic, toxic optimism when I look in the mirror. And that's not healthy. I'll be like, you know, like if uh, if I'm chubby, I'll immediately look at the least chubby part and be like, oh yeah, shoulders are looking nice. <laughs> it's like you framed out your fat nipples, Dave. I'll immediately versus like someone like you, you'll take the one part you don't love and be like, oh my gosh, look at this horrible part of me. Whereas I'm like, that's crazy. And then I'll look at myself and be like, hey, you still got it, Dave. <laughs> and then I'll see a photo and I'm like, that's not even stomach flab. That's hanging over. 
Like, you know, I've got that point where my, where my stomach knows where my belt is and it only puts fat above the belt line and then it just falls over. Yeah, that's, that's when you need to start wearing like a compression garment to help like redistribute your fat in the way it's supposed to be distributed. Is there a term for that for bro spanks? I don't know. There's you should invent. No, there's a term for that. That already exists. They already make that like long shirt so you can tuck it in all the way. Because when you do get to a certain size, any any sort of bending whatsoever rips the shirt out of your pants. Not that I tuck mine in. But, but you know, it, it's true that you're, you can damage your fat cells by wearing too tight of clothing. So you can eliminate fat in a certain area by having constant pressure on that area. So if you have a, a specific spot where your pants sit that has no fat on it you should start wearing your pants like an inch above i've been or an inch below elastic pants for a year now so that's (laughs) not the problem literally for like six months i didn't put jeans on i'm wearing jeans today because we went to go see a home so i wanted to like look nice (laughs) i wanted to look nice my nice levi's (laughs) doing well but yeah it's um it's been it's been a year and like i've like i said i said this on the patreon on the private episode today it's like you lose five pounds or no you lose four pounds you gain four and a half you lose five, you gain five. It's a, it's tiny bit by tiny bit, but you know, the, the way that I battle it is through internal shame. I don't know a better way. I don't know a better way to want to feel healthy because if I, if, if, if someone told me, Dave, it doesn't matter what you look like. It's about feeling good. I'd be 450 pounds right now. Cause you know what feels good. And you posted this. I, did you post this on your Instagram story that you yeah. feel that, what was it that you only feel whole with like a uh, Chinese delivery oh, no, and Netflix. Let's see it. Let's see it. And Hold I was on. like, oh my gosh, I've never seen something describe Tasha <laughs> more accurately. It was like a picture of a turtle. Hold on. Let's see if it's still up it's, there. Yeah, okay, there we what go. Is that? Describe this. Pressing play on Netflix with a full plate of food. And it's and just it's a, a content turtle. Yeah, this turtle looks really in the zone. And what is he saying in the photo? Finally, inner peace. That's it. This is a car. I wonder what cartoon this turtle is from. But that's what that's what the pandemic has whittled us down to is like, what are we going to watch tonight? Which is good. But I don't want to set the record like this is going to be the rest of our lives. I, I, I do stand up comedy. I have to tell jokes at night. Like, we're, like there's going to have. Like, yeah, this, I, this is absolutely I'd not be, forever. I get nervous thinking about this because every night it's not like we're like, what show do we want to watch tonight? It's like, what series do we want to conquer tonight in this one sitting? I mean, we watched uh, Unabomber. In under two nights, and that was supposed to be a full season's worth of TV. And everyone, everyone listening, Eight episodes. they know what we're talking about. Everyone's kind of going through this problem, but it's um, there are comforts to this pandemic that I'll have to slowly, you know, we'll have to slowly get ourselves back into a grind. Um, are you texting somebody? Do no, you need I'm, something? I'm looking something up. Is it for the podcast? Yes. Okay, it's, it looks like you're got all stressed out over there. So, um, so yeah, so the. Uh, the f- hell was I talking about, Tasha? This is what happens when we take the phone out. I've, I literally have wiped clear it's all the... your numbers. fault. I feel like you're not looking something up. I feel like you're posting an Instagram story. I can, I'm not. C- any guys out there with me, I can tell what Tasha's doing based on her eyebrows when she's texting. I can tell if she's in a Facebook argument. Like, I know, I know if Tasha's defending pro-choice just by the way her eyes move when she's texting. So what are you looking up? I'll, when I get to it, I'll let you know. Well, well this is supposed Me to be a conversation. Looking, so I'm talking Dave, to, to dead air you here. You need to check yourself because I'm about to leave this table. You're going to walk away? Yeah, you're being completely rude. Well, you were right, perfectly it, it fine up, with me up. looking at something when it was you that brought it up. Well, you have If to- this was a real radio show. <laughs> What's this? It's not real about this. Then you would have to just fill the dead air like you constantly expect me to do when you get up to fix lights or I, that is, press press cameras. There's nothing 
cuter than watching your face when you don't know what to say and I'm up there fixing a light and then I got to go edit that out afterwards. All right, so show us what you got. Show us what Never you got. Mind. Share it with the class. Was I this- was going to say when I was at the salon, the guy had a great playlist on and that Marin Morris songs, Marin Morris? Sure. With the the bones? Yeah. Yeah. The country singer. That song came on and I heard a lyric that I had never heard before. Like I had just never processed it. It's the beginning of the strong. But she said, we're on the home stretch of a hard time. And Interesting. That's, yeah. And I, I don't know. We took a hard left, but something, something. I don't know. But um, I, it, it, that's what the pandemic feels like. It's like we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like we're so close to getting back to like a little more normal of a life. We still have time to get through we still have to all get our shots and you know we'll probably be wearing masks in the workplace for a while but you know I'm excited to like get to kind of pick up our plans where we left off you know we were 2020 was going to be our year of travel and here we are in 2021 without having taken a single trip you know yeah I I got all these flight vouchers for airlines that might not exist anymore yeah so I'm you know it's like we're in the home stretch now so even though it's still a little rocky it's still a little rough it's like there's a light at the end of the tunnel and if we can just hold on a little longer like i'm excited to see where we blossom yeah when you can't hold on any longer you need the will to hold on it's like a killer song right i butchered the lyrics but i agree and i I said this uh, on the podcast you must have been uh listening to my energy tasha as you were cryotherapying but um by the way the only therapy we've been to since we've dated has been cryotherapy where we just try to freeze our emotions away <laughs> well you know what they don't give models free therapy therapy yeah. if they, they don't if want they you were, to resolve your daddy issues <laughs> if you can uh, if there are any therapists out there that want to give us therapy in exchange for instagram uh, wouldn't posts, that be fun i'm i'm down that's but, what's uh, wild is we're like offering other people advice and it's like talk about the blind leading the blind we had lisa on we're gonna get to it all we don't take notes we don't have an agenda folks you're here chatting with your friends so just grab an adderall grab some grapefruit wine which i'll, I'll be honest better than i thought this grapefruit wine is actually very tasty. This wine, yeah, crazy. it's like sweet and it does have that sourness of. It's a not grapefruit. worth ninety four dollars, but it's good. Um, so Lisa Reed was on. She tells her tells us her story about how she broke up with her boyfriend, and this has never happened to me before. And he comments on the YouTube with a diatribe, what w- very well written about his side of the story. Diatribe has a negative conversation connotation. You should probably say like a his manifesto. He, had a, <laughs> he gave us his manifesto. A dissertation. He basically said like, "Hey, not not all what you think." And I, you know, we don't need to get in the X's and O's. People can go l- l- watch, look at that, read it. I never responded. Um, I guess this is my response. Hopefully, do you subscribe, Max? We appreciate you. But um, look, I mean, things and that. But here's what here's what annoyed me because I I'm taking his side to to an extent because she can be right. He can be right. The truth is in the middle, right? So so we don't need to get into the X's O's of what happened. Go listen to last week's episode. But I'm like, look, the guy, he he told her what he was all about. I like to travel. She was attracted to what he was, but then it didn't work out because she couldn't hang with him. And of course, who can? You know, he's on his own. He's like a meteor just going in his own direction. So uh, some people were like, oh, you know, he's gaslighting her. And that term's so overused. You've told me I gaslight and maybe I do. Maybe we all do. Maybe we all just are trying to win our win our, win our point. Like everything in life is kind of like a um, a uh, you know we're all in court, right? We got the court of public opinion. I want to come off. I don't want to come off desperate or like a loser. I want to state my case as to why I acted a certain way. We just had this nice conversation beforehand. How you were like, why didn't you pick up the mold yet? 
And I was like, I'm doing something over here. And then you're like, why are you being a jerk? And then I had to go make, you know, potato puffs in the air fryer. Boy, we really do digress. And, uh, and then afterwards, you know, work our way out of that. But it was like, I just want you to recognize I'm doing something nice and then I will get to it. So, so your tone was off. My response was off. Some people's relationships end because of simple things like that. Absolutely. And I heard this, that this is why I've called us roommates a few times and you got sort of annoyed today when I, I referred to us as roommates, but so many issues in a relationship boil down to roommate problems. Absolutely. That's <laughs> not how it should Absolutely. be. Uh, for sure. Like I can't, I've had, I had a major fight with a, an ex over a spoon in the sink. Oh, that poor a, soul. A spoon in the sink covered in peanut butter or whatever it was. It, because That's all I, I leave am, now I mean, I have completely given over to you but your way of doing dishes, which is to make a huge mess, <laughs> leave them out and do them in the morning. I have given that to you. Look at the sink right now. Because my way. Get the way. camera and go into the sink. If I if I need an assistant, because Shh. that sink would show a clean sink. Yeah, great. I'm happy for you. But before our relationship, I was a clean as you go. You are cleaning the dishes that you are using for cooking as you are cooking so that by the time the food is done, all the dishes are clean except the one that the food but is this in. This is where you're nuts because so, you no, don't no, no. do that with your with your cooking. Uh, uh, I don't do that anymore, honey, because I can't keep up with the volume <laughs> of mess you make. And also, if we're not on the same team, right, so I'm just going to harbor a lot of resentment so you, about you not doing it my way. So that's something I was willing to just like let go of. And let you have it your way. And I still get frustrated by the fact that like you, you know, the, your way means that a good portion of the day or night may have dirty dishes in the sink, which is just oh, never Marios, the way Marios. that I would want to <laughs> do it. But I would rather do it your way and have and harbor no resentment all the time because you're not doing it my way. You know, how do you get in a fight over a spoon? Well, this was before. We had determined because a way. Because let's be honest. Let's be honest with you. And again, we're just we're we're all having fun here, Tasha. We're all having fun. But you've got you've got a strong history of ending poorly with roommates. So who's the I, problem, <laughs> honey? That's I've not got. True. I've had a couple of roommate issues myself. I've also put myself into some choice situations <laughs> with roommates living in garages. Shout out Gilbert. He's on the Patreon, but he wasn't the problem at all. It was, yeah, it was, you know, the poet who lived on the couch. Let's um, think about this. Actually, you know, I really only have one roommate where our relationship ended poorly over I, something other than that person's cleanliness. Are we talking San Francisco? Yeah. I want you to make amends. Listen, guys, Tasha took me. We're in San Francisco. It's my first night really in the city. And Tasha's showing me the place she used to live. She, her eyes were lighting up about this beautiful time she had in San Francisco. And then she mentioned a roommate she no longer talks with. And I was like, you need to make amends with that roommate. Oh, no, no, we're over. No. I don't think you that roommate has any interest in making amends with it's me. It's not. That's the, that's the irony of making amends. It's not about them, Tasha. It's about you. But here's the other thing is that I don't harbor any sort of like bad feelings around it i until have, i leave a peanut butter straw in the thing and you no, go AWOL. honey that, that is completely separate from this <laughs> the, <laughs> i have always not always necessarily understood but i think i've had like a kind of like innate sort of uh 
okayness with relationships running their course. And so, and, and friendships fall into that category too. I'm a strong believer that like people will be in your life, whether that's like physically there with you or just somebody that you talk to on the phone every day at a time when you really need them. You and know? vice versa, you're done with them. What a counter-dependent thing to say. Then no, not at all. I think it, it like it. I f- I get a lot of peace out of this philosophy. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That like you know, it's okay. what will be will be. It's okay if friends grow apart. I mean, I've lived in cities all over the United States. I used to move every three months. So like, it. I have made a lot of friends that I am no longer in close proximity with. But the, the is extent there bad blood? of the communication that I have with them nowadays is seeing their posts on Facebook or Instagram. And I'm content with that. I'm okay with that. I don't I don't have this like need to like cling on to a friendship that has run its course and we're growing in different directions. Let me ask you this, because everyone's different. I, and I think this is going to be kind of gender based. I think guys have have this more than I think guys are more fraternal. Obviously, um, how many how many group chats do you have on your phone with your chicks? Uh, do you have group chats out? We do have a couple. Group you have chats. that dance group chat. I'm sure that's a blast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to mess with you. No, just thinking about it because I always like I I have friends that are, you know you hear like these memes of like these dudes like oh you accidentally messaged the boys and it's like it's a very like cliche thing to talk about all the guys you have and I'm like oh shoot do I have that but I got I got my um my mansplained guys and then I've got my New York guys so I have a, I have two very small group chats going on and then I've got my um my Venice gays you know my baseball team group chat which has been you know maybe I maybe I'm off it or something I haven't. You know the pandemic. We haven't. What been about your much. Marseille group chat? I've got Marseille group chat. Good point, Tasha. I've got a French group chat. <laughs> I got. I like to keep it around, but I just I love keeping track with people and knowing how they're doing. And it's so important to me. I mean, one of the quickest ways to bring myself to tears would be to think of like the positive relationships I've had. So to to, to hear that you had a, such a good time in San Francisco and you never ended it in a way that has some sort of peace, whether you believe it or not, has to be somewhere inside of you. Well, if we want to get into the specifics, our problem didn't start until New York. But the point is, is that no, I don't, I don't harbor any. But it was, it was a roommate problem. It was a household duties problem. No. Or, but, or like she was out partying and you didn't want it. It was one of those like not on the same energy level with a roommate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was kind of. The rest of, is semantics. And we are also just like both very stubborn people. I think I would wait until my dying day to receive an apology from someone rather than ask for it. You know what we I mean? know. <laughs> I've been trying to tell you this for and six years. And I think years. probably she was the same way. We're very similar. So in w- our was she counter dependent or what, or was it just an emotional thing where you were both kind of bullheaded with not caring enough? You know, cause our it, really- uh, it was a very specific circumstance and a very specific situation. And I felt like, I was in the right and that she was being a little unreasonable. And I can only assume that she thought that she was in the right and that I was being unreasonable. What's interesting is this is 10 years ago. Let's just call it 10 years, whatever it was. But could you find a way to apologize to her? Could you I, find something that she did wrong? Whether it might not be the initial thing. That but, I did wrong. Right, mean. right, right, right. Sure. I can look back and think, oh, you know, maybe I just, you know, wasn't flexible enough. But, but that's know, what amends me- are. Amends are just saying, hey. You know, I was really stressed about work and I didn't X, Y, and Z, but I now I understand where I'm at in life that 
it should have gotten in the way of things. And I, I miss you and I hope you're well. No need to respond. Dave, you do not know even what happened. So you're making a whole story. I'm not blaming you. I'm just out of this thing that was like really insignificant. And I don't think about it anymore. And I don't think she thinks about it. Anymore. So you probably think just what, because we were in San Francisco that, it, that, it, that it came up that it's not like you've got a family member. Right. Okay. This isn't, there's literally no big deal about it. We had a girl fight <laughs> and we just ta- stopped a, talking to each other because I stayed in New York and she went back to school and so we were not in close proximity anymore. Okay. We weren't talking every day. We weren't hanging out. We're just, you know, we don't, we don't know each other anymore. I'll let but it do off I the think hook. she's a wonderful person? Yes. But you, well, you are that making with an it out. Well, I've got I'm it. just saying, like, I don't understand why you would bring up, like, oh, you have a roommate problem when you don't even know what you're talking about. I'm sure I told you the ver- the specifics of this story, but you've got no freaking clue. I can see behind your blank eyes right now. You don't know what happened, so you're just making it out like it was this big emotional I, thing. I've had roommate issues, and I understand how I understand what makes me a bad roommate. Both with Brendan and my first San Fran- my first um, Santa Monica roommate, didn't end well. It didn't end well, and I do know what I do know what I did wrong, and I don't know. Is every circumstance is so specific to the to the living space, so I don't know if I brought those issues here. But it. But what is interesting is my form of teamwork is like doing is like saying you know what kitchen's mine. I'll be I'll own up to the kitchen. And I, maybe that just means I'm not good at teamwork, but I don't like us, you know, standing next to each other doing dishes. And it's also like such a small space that us standing next to each other. Well, I think that delegating responsibility, like all of this boils down to communication, right? And it can be very hard to communicate with a roommate when you feel like they're falling short. You don't want to hurt their feelings. You don't want to offend them. You don't want to step on their toes. Maybe this is just not how they do it. But like either way, you're in a state where... You're not in flow. And roommates with don't each other, right? end up in bed at the end of the night and have to deal, you know, make amends. Maybe yeah. that's what it is, is roommates don't have to make amends the way couples do. Couple, you either make amends or you secretly hate each other or you break up. I mean, you just like you have to make a choice versus roommates. You can kind of just bleed away until your un- lease is up. And until you lease is up. <laughs> what about dating leases up? Todd, it's been six years. Should we renew? Or should you know, we- that is actually, it's funny that you say Can that. I get my deposit back. That is really like a method that some people have been using in dating. Like yeah. people, I mean, it's unconventional obviously, but they're saying like, okay, we're making a commitment for three months. And then at that end of that time, we'll see how it, you know, like, We'll check back in. Yeah, <laughs> circle back, <laughs> you corporate couples. Let's circle back and CC. Or, yeah, you're just like, should I CC your mom? Which honestly, <laughs> I mean, let's think about it. It really is, I think it would be really beneficial for women in particular to do their relationships that way, whether it's like a spoken agreement between two parties or not. But I do think that like when you're... Uh, on a timeline, marriage minded, and you don't know if the, your person is on the same page and you've maybe had the discussions, but you just don't have clear answers. You know, I think it's important to reflect like, okay, after this amount of time, like, where do I feel like we are in the marriage? Do I still, I mean, in the relationship, do I still think we're good candidates for marriage, which is my ultimate goal? You know, is this person on the same on the same like road as me? But, and if but also not, don't spook the person by using those words on the second date. 
But if they aren't, then maybe it's time to just have a clean break, no guilt about it, and go our separate ways, you know? But it, I think, like, having those benchmarks of your timeline in your head. Yeah. You know, I it, like that, but I also would worry that someone could not, you know, catch up to the benchmark. And, um, you know, we had this talk. Actually, let's say, let's segue into it because it, it fits. But we had this talk with um, the Bachelor couple, Becca, Cuffrin, and Garrett. They dated. Um, as soon as it became official that he was the quote-unquote winner of The Bachelorette, uh, he proposed to her. They got engaged. And then people started seeing the different kind of racist memes he liked on Instagram back in the day and this and that. And he's obviously got a different um, political ideology than she does. And the question in their relationship became, could they could they have worked this out? Could they have gotten to know each other? Like if we met night one and we realized we had differencing of ways that we communicate, you know, if we just met, had a sip and we're like, oh, this isn't going to work. Maybe, you know, but you slowly get to unearth a little bit about each other and then you learn how to handle it in a way that doesn't make you a bad person or me a bad person. you're still on the same team and that's why it worked for us versus any of our past relationships. But say, like say we had a, a similar goal in mind. We both wanted to work through issues as they arose. You know, we both were willing to do that. And for, you know, a lot of people, depending on where they are in their life, maybe they're just not, you know, we were talking about having Lisa on and, you know, I think it just comes down to like, if, if he had, you know, I'm not trying to put blame on him or her or anybody, but just like, you know, if you are realizing, oh, this particular thing is a problem in our relationship right now, this is something that we need to tackle. It's something that we need to figure out. You're either willing to do it or you're not. Right. You know, and it, it seemed like from her telling of the story that he just, you know, wasn't interested in trying to make it work. Yeah, and who knows, maybe maybe he did, but he just couldn't butt his tongue on certain core beliefs. Like maybe he, he was on his own spectrum of bullheadedness. Because, you know, sometimes you shouldn't expect to change your political beliefs or anything for anybody, but you should at least be open-minded. I, here's how I can relate, Tasha. I've learned more from you than I could from any gender studies class about having... Um, you know, like I've never been one to like, uh, I've never, I've, I've never been super sexist in like a shame women type of way, but I also never had to put myself through someone else's shoes as far as what it must might feel like to walk home late at night or deal with certain issues that I couldn't fathom as a man who doesn't get, wouldn't get messed with. Yeah, you've never been on the receiving end of any sort of like anything related never, to never, feminism. Never but... been mugged, never had to deal with anything because I'm just not the worth messing with and haven't been in that scenario. You will, you would just mess with, you know, it just, it's so anyway. Yeah. So I've learned a lot and, and, um, but if night one, we got engaged, you know, you spend time getting to know each other, but then it all becomes public in one night. And then I uh, say, I liked, uh, back, back in the day, I made a joke about Adele's weight. It is. It essentially boiled down to I was making fun of a fat woman about her weight. Yeah. That's not cool. Not cool at all. Is it still up? Maybe. I got I got shamed by this group of uh, musical theater girls that I know. Good. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, glad they... because my but intention wasn't thing. to make... Hold on. But my intention wasn't to make fun of like, hey, I'm going to make fun of fat chicks today. But, but I still didn't have a good intention. It was still making fun of Adele's weight. And I had to really look at that and go, oh, man. Yeah, this is like... There's nothing funny. There's nothing... 
it did it added zero value and it, yeah, and it, and it took some up. people being like bro you know f you blah 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 and 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 i remember that and her name was lenny i remember she was a friend of harley's and she probably i don't know if she even remembers this but i'm sure she remembers me as a bad guy and regardless of wanting to be liked it's it was a bad use of bandwidth it just was a bad use you know, you got to be smarter than that. And, and chalked it up to being 25 at the time. Chalked it but up to being a mid, mid-20s kind of dude. We we were talking about this thing this morning, actually. Like, is is this the hill you want to die on? You were talking about people, like, the free speech argument that's going on right now and how, you know, certain people in Hollywood have said, you can't make it in Hollywood if you're a Republican or, um, you know, uh, comedians being, like, very adamant, pro free speech um and like anti-censorship but uh, we like we're forgetting the nuance right we said well what's the difference you know like you wouldn't walk into your workplace and like very bullheadedly spout your beliefs because that's not the place to do it so what if someone at your workplace said you did this three years ago now it's in your workplace you know that's where it becomes complicated right but what, I, but what I'm really trying to, I, let's just set that aside for a second. Sure. It's, it's about like your willingness to accept criticism, your willingness to listen when other people kind of make a plea with you for why this isn't cool or why you should wear a mask when you go out in public because it's considerate of others. And it you would know, be considered make- a fragility and I hate to use these gender terms because now it's going to be called a male fragility. But this is what I said in my video that's releasing tomorrow is that, you know, like it or not, men, men have fragile egos. Women, you've got fragile egos about getting rejected in certain ways. Like, like, trust me, because you Can as I finish a, my thought. Please go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to do 20 minutes on women getting rejected. When someone makes, <laughs> when someone's like doing the work of calling you out on something, right? It's normally coming from like personal experience. So it's a heartfelt plea. It's a heartfelt plea of from the mom of a micro preemie baby to like, please wear a mask in public. Um, you know, it's a heartfelt plea from a woman to a guy who just doesn't get it about like women's issues or feminism because they've lived that personal experience. So they have just a little more round of a perspective than someone who hasn't necessarily worn those shoes or dress. Um, and it's the same. What was my, what were we just talking about? Uh, I fat shamed Adele. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, when you do something that isn't cool, that's just not cool anymore. A decade and maybe ago, folks. When you were in third grade, it was fine to make that joke. But we have gotten to a point as a collective, as a society, where it's like, come on, man. Yeah, like, and I've known and, it's not cool for years, and I can talk about it as a place of growth. Now, the problem but is, like is... some people will not ever accept any pushback. And that's my point. Some people Does that make just the like, person flawed, or they just haven't learned how to cope with that part of emotional intelligence? I think it's, it's kind of both. I mean, I think it's one of those things, like, anybody can be taught, but they have to be willing to be taught. So somebody has to, like, right. be willing to listen to another person's point of view and not just be so focused on, like, I'm right. Or like winning the argument because it's not an argument, it's a conversation. I'm always the type that feels, and this could be my own toxic optimism, but that I can kind of change people's opinions. I think most of America wants wants very similar things. I think we all want... Uh, to feel like we provide for our family and feel safe and have health care. And like, it's very simple what we want. It's just that there's so many 
uh, uh, different um, avenues to get there that we become divided. But I think if you gave me a weekend on a fishing boat with Garrett and, uh, you know, say like Garrett was my buddy Darren, he's like, I'm having a hard time with my girl, you know, and I'll be like, all right, what is she saying? What are you saying? And then, oh, I bet you that weekend is over and they can patch things up. If the guy, like you said, has the desire to want to better himself. Some people just want to argue at the Christmas table. You know, some people just like can't let it go. They have to come off as right. They have to prove their point. They have to win the uh, debate. But that's yeah, that's not that's not good for a relationship. And I've always I've always loved the quote. um, I think it was. Was it Wayne Dyer? It was a some spiritual leader or another, but said, learn when you're in a pissing match and get out. The second you're in it, and it happens in our relationship, the second it's not productive, all right, Boone, you're getting a walk. We're going for a walk because we've lost the conversation. Now, now with issues with Garrett, I've never been shamed. I've never had to win over the hearts and minds of people in public. So I don't know what that is, uh, what that might add to a conversation when you're in your 20s. I mean, when I honestly, I hate to sound old, but when I was his age, I probably would have just gone haymakers on people. Yeah. Because, and, you know, versus just quieting up that's why people hire pr firms but because they know why, what they're doing like i think he either he there's a possibility you know he grows from this experience i mean he lost his relationship he lost his potential they were engaged and now you he's know, with he lost a, his yoga, a yoga teacher and you know some people never grow they never change they never soften they never learn anything new but a lot of people do and it just takes time which is why i think like you know you mentioned him being publicly shamed which i imagine is a horrible experience um but i do think that like people are receptive to heartfelt apologies and a willingness to learn and grow and i think if he had you know had the wherewithal to to listen absorb stop reflect say sorry promise to do better i think that people would have let up on him but you know some people are just like really bullheaded well while they're figuring that stuff out you know this is like higher level sort of emotional growth that plus you have you have to factor in the people online looking for woke points to like catch people being evil and this and that and i'm the opposite where i think most people are i think i think the closer you look at somebody the more you see that they're Good. Like Matt James, the current bachelor, people, you know, news broke. He might be a Republican. It's like, well, does that bother you? Or do we want to look at his um, community service with the inner city black kids of New York? Let's look into that. Let's let's uh, expand our energy into the positives, not the negatives. And speaking of that, and that's what we've done to, uh, because we're looking at um, upgrading our living space. Part of the, uh, the the theory after a year in pandemic in a 500 square foot apartment is that maybe if we uh, double our living space and have extra bedrooms, we'll be creating better quality content. And part of that feeling as we've gone on uh, to look at homes, new, new places, six days in a row is expanding what we like and letting out what we don't like. Like, let's not worry about what's wrong with places. Let's find out what we love about them. And we haven't found the place yet. We're still looking. But it's it's a place that I'm proud that we're both at when it comes to wanting to expand our territory. You know, I mean, our audience has grown with us in this little kitchen for a long time. You want to talk about uh, tight waistlines, it's this apartment for us. I mean, we bought a lot of Christmas <gasps> Every supplies. Every time we make it. A- we like have to take a photo indoor indoors or like shoot something indoors. We literally have to move furniture. I opened my green screen. It pops out and I almost decapitated this puppy. <laughs> There's literally this poor dog 
<laughs> is spends his whole day sleeping and avoiding being, you know, like maimed by a leg of a table. I just like can't wait. He's right here if you're watching. He's right. The dog's right there. I can't wait to like take a picture of like my cute living room without having to like move furniture out of the way. Oh, here he comes. I got him. I woke him up. He's why not did happy. you wake him he's up? He's not going to be happy. Let's just, if someone starts watching at the 47 minute mark, they'll wonder why a basset hound is on mic. <laughs> um, yeah, if you're watching right now, the dogs, the dogs enter the conversation. He's woken up. But uh, yeah, so part of, part of like of growing both mentally and also, you know, my waistline physically is, is just like learning that we 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 can be bigger we can have bigger uh slices of the pie it's actually my burning desire in this year's um sort of gratitude uh what's it what's the journal called i am journal my, my i am journal my what part of my burning desire when your manifestation journal boil down is to just reach more people just keep on enjoying making content and reach more people and and for me that's kind of basically been with youtube but it's podcast youtube patreon and it's really wild to think somebody who was someone commented or sent me a message the other day saying they were watching a video they fell asleep and then because they were listening to me talk as they fell asleep. I'm, by the way, I'm sorry. I hope that was a good sleep. Uh, did you have a wet dream? Did you know? <laughs> She's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> but as she, she said, she, she, she texted me this. I read this to you. She, um, she dreamt that we were in like a loft with a live band playing. Yeah, I think she said, and was, and I don't know skunk. if she said a downtown loft, but <laughs> in my head, it was one of the downtown lofts like that you can get in the arts district. And, um, and yeah, she said we had a pet skunk that had been de-skunked. And Tosh was like, oh, I love that. But but, but what do they call scent glands removed? Yeah, or they squeeze out their uh, butt, their scent butt glands, whatever they are. I don't know. That. I'm not a vet. But Anyway, uh, skunks are cute but what as if, hell. Yeah, they got cute noses and toes. They're so cute. But what if we, what if our view, our viewers and listeners, positive energy helps our manifestation? Can we put like, if, yes, because people listen. listen. Oh, you want to get freaky? Uh, in more ways than one. Yeah, sure. All right. You ready for this? I'm going to try and tell it the best I can, but I'm about to, I, it's going to require some working through. So hopefully everyone's on board. I haven't taken Adderall in Tasha's had a glass of wine and an edible. So buckle up. (laughs) All right. I think you're right. I think if we put out a, uh, uh, a conscious, a conscience, consciousness, call and we asked for everyone to help us manifest a beautiful dream house or dream apartment for us to like create really great content i think if everyone was manifesting that for us it would be the same as like prayer requests and here's where i was about to get freaky i've told you this before uh but let's just walk through it again so they've done studies, right? This is, you know, like you read about the CIA doing like mind, whatever. doesn't matter. They, <laughs> this was actually like a medical study. They did uh, studies on the power of prayer. And uh, the, it was a double blind study. And they had basically like a group of people who were ill, who were prayed for, and a group of people who were ill, who were not prayed for. And these people didn't know who they were praying for. And these people didn't know whether they were getting prayers or not. Now, the people who were prayed for had significantly better outcomes statistically than the people who were not prayed for. So that's kicker one. Wow, that's pretty cool. Can I relate that to nature? Kicker two, no, because the study is not over. (laughs) Kicker two. Hand choices you're using. Watch YouTube just to see Tasha flail her hands. You just you just got like Mari Povich, I'm not the father on your hands. Kicker two. 
is that the people who were prayed for or not prayed for the the praying happened at a different time than the illness if time that makes sense stuff. time travel stuff well not time travel but they like people to pray in the, the past. continuum of time so, right so back in the day they said pray on this date no uh the people were sick they were divvied into prayed for and not prayed for divvied. they <laughs> had their outcome and then it was only like 30 years later that they asked the people on the other end of that double blind study to pray for these people. All right, that's a lot. And then retroactively, they looked at who had the outcomes they did. And the people who were prayed for had significantly better outcomes, even though the things had not yet happened. Does that make sense? Sure. So it's well, like, it's like, it's like an, the root system of a, of a, of trees. If, if one's, if you only feed, and give light to one tree, it knows to redistribute the water through the root system. I don't see how that relates. Well, the fact is, is that we can all pray and communicate in a way that doesn't make sense in a three-dimensional world. Like, we're all connected. Vicariously, if I slit my wrist, you would go, wow! You would feel, "Ah!" I mean, I just know that I am a a pretty bright person. I, I would give, I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back and give myself a little credit and say, I got a couple brain cells rolling around. Kentu- like, I do okay. Northern Kentucky. Uh, Public Suda, education. Suda, Suda, what's it called? Sula Victorian. What's the valedictorian? What's the second one? Uh, salutorian. Salutorian. Right? Uh, see, you don't know either. <laughs> a valedictorian would know that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you're, yes, you're right. You're very smart. Anyway, <laughs> my point is that I know nothing about that, like quantum physics. Right time stuff right I, my brain cannot wrap around it so i'm gonna go ahead and go out on a limb and say most of our listeners have no freaking clue how time works just like most of humanity has no freaking clue how time works but like lots of really really smart fancy like science and math people have done studies on how it works and say it's not a continuum that it's like all interdimensional and connected and like so that makes me believe in the power of positive intention and positive thoughts and the universe rearranging in order to make things happen for you in the way that's best for you, you know, in the way that you want and the way that you are attracting. So if people want to pray for us to get a nicer place, Hey, we will take your prayers. I, uh, I love the Walmart wine energy that I'm just giving <laughs> up right now. I agree with you on that, that, um, uh, you know, we, we've talked about side gigs and the low energy you feel when you go to a job you don't love. And the truth is, is, um, you know, YouTube's been paying, paying me money and the Patreon has been paying me money. And it's just about scaling up to a position where we are uh, not just creating, but thriving by sharing our stories and having fun and sharing the good met, the good word, the good word of Tasha and Dave. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, it's, it's... I think it's time for a rebrand. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> the good word of Tasha The good I word like of it. Tasha and Dave. It's like just a Bible. It's like, yeah, we're a cult now. We all have sex and watch each other. Um, <laughs> sign up. Tag us. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting time. And, um, you know, we both have questioned our own limitations in life and wondering why, why we have yet to... Um, truly feel like we deserve more because we're both very marketable. I think we are pretty good at what we do. And it just comes down to knowing we live in a very competitive uh, city that um, for, for one reason or another, uh, good people don't make it. And we need to just know I that. Don't, 
uh, hold up, take that back. You're not putting that energy out into my universe. I don't mean like universe. they don't make it for good. It's like there's a lot of talented people that just haven't I found their thing honey, yet. We're doing great work. We <laughs> no, I'm serious. We're doing great work. We're like staying motivated, staying excited. We keep trotting along. You know, even when things don't necessarily feel like they're happening fast enough. You know, I think yeah. we've put we have really redirected our energies in 2020 and i 100 percent believe that we're going to see some payoff in 2021 it, isn't it funny how that works when you with energy when it comes to just having a little bit of a better vibe you know what i try to do is um I'll, I'll, like i've got this unlicensed music i started playing this music before i um i started playing this music just just like energy wise before i do my recaps it's just like i have this one and they're just stingers. They're just like 15 second things. And I'll just like, you can't hear this because you're on the couch sleeping, but I'll literally just start jamming out and just like giving it to myself. Just a real just dirty stink. Right? They're just they're just uh, stingers I got here. So I give myself these dirty stinks and then all of a sudden- What is it? I'm sorry. Hold on. A dirty stank. <laughs> Are you doing oh, some stanky legs? Oh, it's a wet fart. It's a wet fart. A dirty stank. Yeah, this is a dirty stank right here. Oh yeah. So the point is, is uh, I got all these other ones that people don't even get to hear really, but like you know when we're ladies and crying, and then if it's someone's birthday, you know, you know we got the whole thing. We got the whole the whole gambit on the live stream. I use them on the live streams a lot to promote the YouTube. But uh, yeah, it's um it's an energy thing. It's uh it's getting ready to go on stage and just just breathing a lot and oxygenating the body and getting that vibration up and it's like it's like if it's like if we only had a um if the only way people could ever hear us on the podcast or or our intentions was through um like a you know those hand cranked radios you know those old school like they like they'll camp them you like crank them and then they work like we have to crank the vibration why well, you you look like you're crying you're about to cry no you're I, very teary eyed am I getting to you honey was it the I stinger? have zero tears in my eyes but I I was thinking I was thinking about my personal choices in life and whether or not they reflect uh, I hope they're positive my desire to to like grow and thrive. Jesus Christ, we're an hour in. I feel like this is a whole new topic. Do you feel like you've, you're, first of all. I feel like the edible. I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my choices in life and like, what does it all mean? And I love some, just hang in there. I'm no, going to cook I, some Mexican uh, salad. We're going to do a nice um, stir fry type of thing. So just, can you hang in there? Honey, I'm uh, in a fajita. great place. Okay, good. I'm glad you're in a great place. You started looking at me like... No, I was just... I was thinking while I was listening. Good. Well, look, uh, we do have to wrap up. I didn't even get into the topic I wanted to talk about, but I, I guess we got far enough into our conversation about really what comes down to just effectively communicating and understanding that, you know, the first step in effectively communicating is understanding that my way is not the right way. It's just the way that works for me and I need to find the other person's. And we've both done a good job of that, of realizing, you know, a lot of always have work to go, but we realize what works and doesn't work and let's let's breathe light into what works we don't have enough time we don't have enough time to just to worry about the little things let's let's look at what works like in our relationship we 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 know for the most part what works i think we'd be a hit on reality tv i mean the the lines i come up with that never make it to the air you'd be canceled so <laughs> fast <laughs> why is that you you're just i yeah. don't think you're cut out for a, i'm definitely not cut out for reality tv i don't know why you would say just that. the amount of times that you would say something to me and i would just look to camera like are you, are you, are you? <laughs> but like like all the times i choose not to respond and i'm just like 
that's too if someone was here with me they would be like buying me a shot of uh, you know right now they'd totally understand my point but in the end maybe it's that own like um, multiple personality disorder that lets me deal with it i'm just like i'm just gonna hang out with my friends in the kitchen and do dishes um i don't know i i um i uh, yeah i feel like uh, as far as energy and vibrations go it's hey look whether whether you pray to um to uh allah buddha krishna yahweh whatever it is or yourself or uh you know the new england patriots it doesn't matter as long as you're putting good energy out into the world. I mean, that's what it really comes down to. The whole country is divided right now. It's a dangerous, scary place. And ver rather than, uh, you know, find out what's wrong with each other, let's find out what's right in positive energy. You can't help. Uh, look, try extra hard to smile if you have a mask on. I think you can smile with a mask on. You just really get into Everyone's it. Everyone's crow's feet are going to be way deeper in 2021 because of all the extra smizing we've been doing. Do the extra smizing. Figure out what's working. And, in, in, you know, it's like it, there's no better time to practice this for our single friends out there. Just there's so you know where were we driving the other day oh we were in a nice neighborhood and like some one of the lady was like watering her lawn and she smiled at me and I'm like well, that's not something we've seen in a while <laughs> i didn't even mention i was gonna mention this at the top of the episode but my car battery was stolen for the third time join the patreon patreon.com slash this app p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash t-h-e-s-a-p seriously don't join because you're sad that my car battery got stolen but for sure that's where the 85 dollars will be going this month uh we have we have it's, it's become a pretty good revenue stream of our I do extra bonus content. Um, this episode, I talked about the song Creep. There are two songs by Creep. Uh, Creep. Oh, but that's I'm not the one you're... I know what you're talking about. What the hell am I doing here? And anyway, that whole song, I went into a deep dive on my Patreon. It was very interesting. Wait, really? That song? Oh, I thought no, it no, was... No, no, I did both songs. So, so oh. Creep by Radiohead, I went into it in my... In, on the Patreon episode because I can play all the music. I can play anything. So if anyone wants to listen to it, it's very interesting. Creep has become this song where it's like about like some weirdo. The song's about the weirdo within. Yeah. You, you want that edible to hit. Honey, Let it hit right no, now. I already... It's about it's about the it's about the uh, I was gonna say edible within yeah there's an edible within it's about the creep within the inauthentic person so I didn't even know this and it's blowing my mind as I listen to the lyrics and then I'm and then the more lyrics I hear the more uh, they were talking about like sh like ghost notes and it's like that well, it's like that ring guitar note that plays in between lyric and it's this whole song I'm like oh my gosh as this is really cool. And it's like, and what better time are we talking about being your authentic self? What did it get you being what someone else wanted? You got laid off. You're on, you know, this and that. Be your authentic self. It's, you know, be the Danny DeVito of your life and get noticed and recognized and be unique. And at the end of the day, as you brush your teeth, you'll be authentically yourself. And that's what we strive for is just being the weirdest. For I, I hope to think you and I are way weirder now than we were when we started dating. I think we're, I think we... Uh, the channels are open for us to say some weird stuff to each other. Well, I think what has happened after being with someone for so long is that really the walls have officially come down. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Are there, do you have any walls left? Uh, yeah. My masturbation schedule. <laughs> <laughs> That's little, that wall exists. I'm not just saying, Hey honey, I'll be in the other room. Just, you know, jerk and chain over here. No, there's some walls that exist. I'm still, I still operate from a place of shame. I was raised Catholic. I never want you to smell the bathroom after three hours. <laughs> like I'm very there. Yeah. But I understand your point. Yeah. I understand your point. You know, but, you know, we just both accept each other as a little bit strange. I can say some weird things to you and vice versa. And, uh, and we can have fun with it. And if you can't do that in a relationship, you got to ask yourself, am I weird enough? Ask yourself out there in your relationship. Hey, honey, are we weird? Do we do weird things? Yeah, chances are your man's tying his shoes and you stick your finger in his crack. 
You do it. Don't act like the, don't act like I can't tie my shoes without having my butt clenched, Tasha. <laughs> I don't trust you at all. I don't it's need you thumb. to swipe it. Every time you bend over, especially when you got sweatpants on, I just shove a thumb. Tasha right just in your sees crack. like a neon sign pointing to my butthole that says, "Please destroy something now." Okay, but consent. let's be real. You got jeans on or whatever, but no, you've done it in you know fabric. What's so funny it. So the reason that this continues is just, I've never seen you move so fast. <laughs> you look, you look I go me. from bending over <laughs> to like saluting a lieutenant, just a, immediately just, but you don't think I, you, got, you think I got a flat ass? That thing could really just, you know, I could seal that thing up in two seconds. By the way, how hilarious was that TikTok of people catching a spatula between their cheeks? I could hear that. You think you could do yeah, that? Yeah, on a, a, the day after I do squats where my like butt's kind of loose, you know, just you know what I mean, like muscle muscular wise, it's a loose. Anyway, folks, so yeah, so I talked about the song "Creep" by Radiohead, which I you thought was really cool. You know what's another cool. a good one? Uh, people are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Women seem wicked when you're unwanted. This one. Keep on going. No, I forgot the words. We're gonna put some background music for you. But. But that's one of those that's kind of, it's, you know, it's very much written out of the singer's personal, the writer's personal experience. You know, what's interesting is that with the more you listen to a song, the more your brain rewards you for knowing the lyrics. And that's, you know, that's something we probably all knew, but that's why there's certain songs saying like, I just don't get it. And next thing you know, it's like party in the USA and everyone's singing and it's a jam. It's like, well, they, they made you listen to it 13 times in a row on the radio. Like it, you, you start to become it's rewarded. It's a jam. I yeah, mean, it's a jam, but like country grammar, yeah, like there's, I mean, those are all jams. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But a jam, a jam is addicting like that in, and a song was made called Creep. Uh, not Radiohead, but a new song called Creep. And of course, you know, I talk about the a, a stalker situation in the Bachelor community. A guy stalked a girl. If you don't know the story, you got to watch my old YouTube videos. She um, starts dating this new guy or maybe was just friends with him. And he writes a song about it calling the stalker a creep. And all the details are in it. So I played What's, that. Do you know the words? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, oh, geez. And no, just, just off the top of your head. No, if you no, don't got no, it, don't it worry goes, about it. Creep. Uh, oh, geez. Yeah. yeah. I, you told me it the first time, and I was like, whoa. Something about under do you want me the to car. Pl- do you want me to play no, a second no, of no, it? No, no, no. I'll no. just play the beginning. You're going to get demonetized. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. I, won't get, I won't get demonetized. I'm just going to play the beginning, and we'll we'll just talk and listen to it. But um, I got it right here, but I got, oh, that's the wrong version. I need Br- I need Brighton's version. By the way, he liked my uh, he liked my uh, Instagram story today. I shouted him out. Clearly, he can't. This is the song right here. Let's see if I can play it. Oh, uh, so now I know the lyrics because I hear the tune. All but right, it so goes, turn it down. Dun, 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 dun. Baby, you got five oh. seconds. It's like the show. Creep. Think you're thinking about her. Okay. Dun. I, I your never creep. I you can't asking. stop thinking about her. And then the, this part that gets crazy is 206. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, folks. Hang in there. How do I get to the 206? Honey, this is... Here it comes. I know you're the thing that she's the one that got away. Put a tracker in her whip just to walk her brock away. Whatever. The, <laughs> I don't know the lyric. The point is... Watch her walk away. Yeah, the point is, is the song cuts deep and it's about the stalker. Anyway, I get into all the specifics in the Patreon episode if you guys want to watch that or listen or listen to it. It's audio only. It's on the Patreon. Otherwise, you can watch my YouTube video about it. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the sap. It's where uh, we make some of our cheddar. It's uh, where you can donate uh, and, you know, all that other jazz. I do want to thank, I mean, all the people that have uh, sent Venmos and 
and, and PayPal's. We just got one from Polly in Australia, sent a PayPal. Uh, Venmo's from people all over. I mean, I'm talking like some of them, just real generous amounts. Forty bucks, we got a hundred dollars. It's just crazy. Twenties, tens. Christians always slide money. You don't need to do that. These people are all out there. We really appreciate it. So you know, we want to. There's obviously, you know, it took us a while to want to make a Patreon because I operate and was born in a place of limitation. And I'm like, who, what asshole wants to give me a couple bucks? And the point is, is that even the $7 level or the $12, it's, it all adds up and it becomes a, sub, a substantial amount of money and lets us keep the uh, equipment running and all that. Because after uh, Lisa's dog chewed through my headphones, I need to buy some new equipment. <laughs> you should have watched that YouTube. The dog just runs off with the expensive headset. I'm like, what are you doing over there? Come on. Anyway, folks, so we got to get out of here. Tasha, you got to go find her and support her on Instagram at Tasha Courtney and uh, TikTok, same. At Tasha underscore Courtney. And I locked myself out of Tasha Courtney on music. And then is there anything else that you want to promote over there? No. Anything I mean, up? if anyone wants to check out the blog, I'm always pushing that. Uh, it's weartadatravels.com. We should do a pandemic Valentine's Day idea blog. That's a good idea. All That's right. a good idea. Oh, I just created two extra hours of work for myself. <laughs> uh, I knew it as soon as I said that. Yeah, let's work. We can brainstorm it. We can start it off because it's uh, it's only January 10th where we're coming from. So maybe that we can do a nice pandemic Valentine's Day special. So anyway, check back. We'll ch- uh, you know stay in touch with Tasha's social media when she promotes that. My social is at dneals, D-N-E-A-L-Z on Instagram and Twitter. Although I'm really only using Instagram right about now. And then on TikTok, same thing, at dneals. And um, of course, with the YouTube, if you want to check out some of the other content, we released a show called Mansplained. And it's where me and a couple of buddies uh, offer advice to strangers. And it's a lot of fun. We offer random advice. So if you want to venture away from the podcasting world and watch some of that stuff, it's all on my YouTube. Anything else there we want to promote there, Tasha? No, I don't think so. Do you want to end on one of these cool new stingers or do you want to end on the normal ending? I am going to let you choose. All right. I'm going to end on the stinger. This has been, uh, this has been the sap. Thank you guys so much for listening. Get those frequency levels up. We need a three bedroom, two bath balcony, backyard space, something friendly for the dog. And please get me some air conditioning. See you guys next time. Bye everybody. Bye.